Well, hey there, travelers. Welcome to another episode of Along the Darkened Road with Ricky Glore. Ricky is a writer, comedian, and filmmaker. His horror film, All Your Friends Are Dead, is set to come out by 2022's end. While he's catching some window time, I get to pick his brain about horror movies with questions like this. What are five movies you'd easily give a 10 out of 10? Top five, 10 out of 10 horror movies. Here we go. You've heard me say it before. Number one, A Nightmare on Elm Street. I give it 10 out of 10 for the inventiveness of what it did to the genre, the creativeness uh, for the movie. The filmmaking itself only hit kind of against it, I would say, is a couple of the uh, actors in the movie. Uh, that gets the, the slight ding. It's a low-budget movie, so that it doesn't mean it's without its flaws. There's a couple things that are a little, look a little ho- hokier now um, than they did in 1984. But yeah, only real ding against it is some of the acting, and even that is like a fine wine can be cherished. Uh, number two, 1960s Psycho. Oh, wait. Is it the Gus Van Sant version from the 90s? Nope. It's the Alfred Hitchcock 1960s version. Um, just a top-to-bottom solid movie. I would say maybe my only dings against it and it's just me being critical are the, where they go to the sheriff's house scene, um, uh, that scene feels a little more stilted than the rest of the movie, um, the number one scene that I always question, even though I love seeing Norman in the holding cell, and then the, the VO of Mother, you know, that he wouldn't hurt, he wouldn't even hurt a fly, the, the psychiatrist who's talking to the cops, and maybe a reporter at the end who does the big, like, epilogue dump of Norman's psychosis. Um, I don't know if it's needed. But like I said, without that, do we then lose him, Norman, in the holding cell? I don't know. Uh, Number three, I am going to say Phantasm. Phantasm, again, is not a unflawed movie. This is my 10 out of 10. I'm not saying what the best horror movies of all time are. These, This is my list. I love it because, again, same as Elm Street, the inventiveness, the creativity, uh, the little bit of a science fiction element. It's weird. What is astonishing about this movie is being a fan of the series and the history of the movie is that there was a much longer cut of the film and this movie really came together in the editing bay. And because the title is Phantasm, they were able to edit the movie in a way that made you unsure of its dreamlike quality of what was real and what wasn't. So they they were able to, some say maybe lean on that as a crutch and use that to make some questionable edits and for visual effect, it being like, well, it's a dream, so it would maybe bounce around like this, or, you know, have this unreliable narrator of Michael. They always say that a, a, a steadfast rule is, 
if your movie has a lot of over narration, it must not have uh, worked well in editing. And they're like, oh, we really had to shoestring a lot of these scenes together, so let's give it some over narration to really tie it all together and make it cohesive and coherent. Um, and I know I just dogged the movie on a lot of fronts, but man, what a interesting, cool looking movie. Uh, the mausoleum scenes inside are sets. That's just amazing. Some of the filmmaking, the, how they did the stuff with the ball, the special effects. Awesome movie. I love the story of the brothers, too. Um, let's say number four is going to be The Wicker Man. Not Again, not the Nicolas Cage version. No, I'm talking about the 1972 or 73, maybe 71. 70s with Christopher Lee, uh, Britt Eklund. And The Equalizer. Can't think of the actor's name off the top of my head. As far as cult movies go, and uh, just some creepy tonal vibes that happen in this movie, this movie is phenomenal to me. Um, Saw it at a very young age, and it still holds up. And the idea of the horrors being that the piety of the lieutenant and how, what he holds true to be his morals and the morals and his Christianity that he tries to thrust on the people of this island is what kills him. It is, spoilers, uh, the exposition at the end of the movie. They, they say, you are, you are the hoister of your own petard. Like, you, you brought this all on. Um, number five little bit more of a modern. We're going to go with 1996's Scream. Talking about movies that revitalize the horror genre. Scream, it is talked about. The the boom of the 80s had died. A lot of direct-to-video horror movies in the early 90s. You had a lot of thrillers, a lot of sexual thrillers and suspense movies, like Basic Instinct, kind of filling that horror um, void in the early 90s. And then Scream comes along, Wes Craven directed, Kevin Williamson written, with a brilliant cast, it looks phenomenal, it is the most sophisticated slasher movie of all time, highly enjoyable, and only things against it are, we got a video store scene and we have landline phones, hard hard to see that and explain that to anybody uh, years from now or like my daughter when she's old enough and she'll see it I'll have to explain what those things are but um, they don't deter away from the storytelling or, that, or the acting um, so yeah that is my top 5 10 out of 10 honorable mentions The Exorcist uh, I, I think The Exorcist is one of the, the best horror movies of all time it still holds up my dad, who's not religious in any way, I'm not religious, I'm agnostic, um, but he never was religious. He doesn't find it that scary. Uh, I think the acting and the storytelling, the special effects, all of it are amazing and the movie's terrifying. Um, next one I would say an honorable mention is Midsommar. Similarly, why I love The Wicker Man is why I love Midsommar. One thing that Midsommar does that The Wicker Man doesn't have as much, even though The Wicker Man is not without its humor, especially for the the songs they chant and the taunting they do of the lieutenant are hilarious. 
Um, the movie is genuinely, I think, funny with the characters as they enter and they uh, or make their way to the festival and a couple of the observations during the festival are very humorous and uh, the earnestness of some of the characters. But again, elevating the what the horror is of the movie, not necessarily being the cult, the horrors of relationships and people who stay together out of guilt and not wanting to make the person feel bad while also just being terrible to each other. Um, I, I really, really enjoy that. I would say a another honorable mention, like I think 10 out of 10, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, you've got, there's a lot of phenomenal 10 out of 10s. I would say The Brood, David Cronenberg's The Fly, David Cronenberg. Um, but now you have, you have my top 10 uh, I want to say a a 10 out of 10 for guilty pleasure, and I would pick it over any of the Friday the 13th, is Sleepaway Camp. Do yourself a favor if you've not watched any of those. Give them a spin and enjoy them. Well, what do you think, travelers? I'm sure Ricky would like you to connect with him on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at Ricky Glore. Until then, <laughs> stay scared. <laughs>